Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of BBP News and another episode of Good News Saturday. Welcome to April, everybody. Spring is springing. It is raining like crazy over here in New York. I don't know what it's like over there for you guys, but I know over the next week, I think three out of the five main weekdays are going to rain, so that's fun. But this is a very wonderful month because it's when we really start to see the first evidence of spring. You know, we've had a couple days in March where it was a bit warmer. You thought, oh, maybe spring is here now, but no, it went back to really cold. I know during the week we were sitting in the 20s and 30s again, but uh, hopefully, hopefully in the month of April here, it gets a little warmer, a little warmer. We trend toward towards 50 and 60 and you know, all the flowers start to bud and oh, I'm really excited. I'm really excited and I'm happy to be back here for Good News Saturday. As I say, at nausea, really, you guys are probably tired of hearing it, but I can't help but say it every time. Good News Saturday is one of my favorite shows to record, if not my favorite to record. It's just such a wonderful time. We know what the news world is like. We are not blind to that. We know how dark it can get or how you know complicated it can get so to have a day like this to start out the month where you just dig in to some nice positive happy stories it's just such a wonderful feeling it's a wonderful feeling I love doing it for you guys I hope all of you enjoy it as well and I hope that this gives your month of April a good start so let's kick back enjoy this Saturday morning or whenever you're listening to this, and just let's have some fun and read through some wonderful stories. Chris, unfortunately, could not join me this month for Good News Saturday. Uh, he will be back tomorrow morning with the week ahead, hopefully. Uh, if not there, he should be back for Monday's show. Chris will be back soon, I promise. He won't just have to deal with me alone. But for now, let's just together jump into some amazing positive news stories. This month, I have four stories to break down for you guys, and all of them are absolutely wonderful. I don't know as if I really have a favorite this time around, but we start out with story number one, and that takes place in Kansas City, where an animal shelter is becoming a little creative as to how they managed to get their cats adopted. Because one thing that they have realized in their time of you know being open and helping animals get adopted is that dogs get adopted far more and far easier than cats do their cats seem to have a hard time being adopted and finding their forever homes and so they wanted to find a way to make it easier for these cats to be adopted make it easier for them to find their forever home so what they did and this actually came from one of their cat care technicians was a video the idea was a video that basically displayed each cat with their own ideal personality type so what type of person is going to want to own this cat what does this cat love to do and you know it was things like you know which cat loves to spend time with people which cat is going to love spending time and snuggling with other cats like 
it's things like this that they put into their video and it went absolutely viral on social media including tiktok where it got attention from across the world people as far as the uk and the philippines were applauding this shelter for taking this action and it worked it worked because all but two of their cats were very quickly adopted and found their forever homes, which is absolutely incredible. Absolutely incredible stuff right here. And again, it's just a little creative idea like this that allowed these animals to find homes, to find families that they can belong to. And that that warms my heart. I <laughs> You guys know, if you've listened to these Good News Saturday episodes, there's almost always an animal-related story. It's because they're just so heartwarming. And when you see animals who have been either abandoned or found as strays or whatever brought to this shelter, when you see those animals find their homes, find their families, it's just such, such a happy feeling. You know, as an animal lover like I am, just absolutely incredible and there was even one person who commented i find this hilarious there was one person that commented on the post you know on the video saying that if the shelter was hiring they would relocate to kansas city and uh, turns out the shelter was hiring so i really wonder if that person truly relocated you know i wonder if they were that dedicated and really wanted to go there that much that'd be awesome if they did you know, a place like that would love to have a person like that work for them. So that's absolutely, that's just hilarious in my book and really, really cool. But uh, my one question about all of this is what about those other two cats? Are they still up for adoption? I might be in the market. I might be in the market. I will adopt a cat. But uh, that's my only question on that one. So <laughs> just a wonderful way to open up this episode, though. It really is. I, I love this story. But Let's move on into story number two. We won't dawdle for too long here. Story number two is something that absolutely blows my mind because two high school students might have just cracked a 2,000-year-old code. And that's a code we all know very well. And that is Pythagoras' theorem, also known as the Pythagorean theorem. We know it very well. If you took, you know, eighth and ninth grade algebra, whenever you took it, you know about the Pythagorean theorem. You know, it's just such a classic in the high school math world, right? But here's the thing about it. The Pythagorean theorem was never considered proved within the mathematician world. Never considered proven, and I'll explain why in a second. I'll try to explain it as, as simply as I can. But first, the two students that managed to possibly crack this code are Kelsia Johnson and Nakia Jackson. And, and these two are just geniuses. Two high school students figure this out. And really, the major reason why they're being recognized for this and why they think that they might have cracked this code is because they use trigonometry to try and prove it, which is different from how it's normally done. So here's where I'll try to explain everything. Mathematicians, again, have never been able to prove that this theory is actually correct. 
The only way that they've been able to try and say that it is correct is through what's known as circular logic. We know circular logic in this case as a squared plus b squared equals c squared. That is basically the definition of circular logic. And this was the only way that mathematicians could try to prove that this was correct was by using the equation itself as proof, which in, you know, from a professional standpoint was never considered evidence right but these two students managed to use trigonometry as their way of proving this theorem they took an approach that has never truly been taken on before or rather it's never been closest successfully used before until now there are books that have been written about it in fact these two students mention a book in their abstract uh, surrounding the idea of using trigonometry to prove the theorem but they have done it two students two high school students have figured this out that's just insane to me absolutely incredible what these two students have been able to possibly accomplish and now their work is being submitted to the american mathematical society for peer review they're actually getting their work peer reviewed by like the main mathematician society and organization in the u.s absolutely insane you guys this just blows my mind it really does. And Calcia had an amazing quote in an interview that I wanted to read here because it, it's just, it illustrates so much of what I think we see in the world today. And it says, quote, there's nothing like it being able to do something that people don't think that young people can do. You don't see kids like us doing this. It's usually like you have to be an adult to do this, end quote. And in a lot of ways, that quote is rather correct because there are a lot of things that you just don't expect kids, you know, my age or younger than myself. Cause you know, I'm 19. These two are younger than me and have figured out a 2000 year old code. Incredible. When I was, you know, 16, 17, 18, I, I was not thinking about doing this. So <laughs> good on them, to be honest with you. It, it's honestly so incredible. I hope that their theory ends up being proven correct and i hope for the best for them because this is going to absolutely blow open the world for teenagers and, and for these kids to really show what they're made of this is a time where kids can really show what they're made of and this is a perfect example of that and if they're proven correct it'll just make it all the more clear that you know, you don't have to be this professional, this, you know, longtime veteran of the field to get something like this correct. And that goes for many different fields. See, like it could open up so many opportunities and so many eyes. It really could. And really, again, I just hope for the best for them because this is absolutely astounding. Just crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. I've got nothing else that I can really say about that. I'm out of words for this one. So let's move on to story number three. And Superman's son is a hero himself. And what do I mean by this? The son of Superman and Lois star Dylan Walsh, 26-year-old Thomas, 
managed to save the life of a driver who had driven into the Baltimore Harbor. Thomas had seen that the vehicle was quickly being submerged in the water and jumped right in with all of his clothes on and went to the car to help the man, to help the driver out. And before firefighters could even arrive, Thomas had broken the window and pulled the man out with very few injuries, very, very minor injuries. They were able to get both of them out and they were both brought to the hospital for minor injuries, but they were both fine. They were both fine. Everything was okay. And what makes this even more amazing is that Thomas wasn't even supposed to be in that area that day. He is a sous chef at a nearby restaurant and it was his day off. It was his day off. He wasn't even supposed to be there, but he had gone in to speak to his boss and was leaving when he saw the whole thing go down. And so he jumped right in to help. That is absolutely heroic and absolutely wonderful. Just such quick action, quick thought, you know, to jump right in and not have really any concern over anything else, but to save that driver literally punched the window out, you know, didn't care if he got a little injured, didn't care if, you know, he hurt his hand or anything else really he just wanted to save that driver and it's amazing it's amazing so superman's son is a hero as well and it's just such a wonderful story we love celebrity stories here and while thomas may not be a celebrity himself you know it's that kind of second hand you know or that tangent i guess i'll call it to the celebrity hero and he's a hero in his own right. Absolutely amazing, amazing work by him in this situation. Again, it's such quick action. It's so easy to freeze up or not know what to do. So the fact that he jumped right in, you know, there was another bystander right there who just broke the entire thing down, you know, for the story. And, and that's just like he jumped right in. Thomas jumped right in. No thought, no hesitation. Wanted to save this man from drowning. Oh, I, I, I just love this. I love this. It's one of those stories that's kind of straightforward. There's not a whole lot of back and forth around it or like, you know, this outrageous, you know, twist and turn. But it's heroism. It really, really is. But that brings us to our fourth and final story. And this one, this one is incredible for several reasons. So when Emily was in her senior year, just starting out her senior year, her and her family got news that you never want to hear. Her father had been diagnosed with stage four thyroid cancer. And so Emily basically took her entire senior year off to care for her father. You know, help to feed him, help to take care of the house, help to take care of everything else, you know, around the area that needed to be taken care of. You know, she was on top of it and she was the one caring for him. And the thing about Emily is that growing up, she absolutely immersed herself in books you know, back when she was going through periods where she felt she didn't have a ton of friends at school or in the community, she would turn to books. She would turn to books and that was a happy place for her. And 
going through all of this with her father, it made her realize that there are a lot of children who are diagnosed with cancer and diagnosed with other conditions that are absolutely terrifying for them. They don't really understand the full impact of what's going on, which is a terrifying situation for them. And she recognized this and wanted to do something to help. And it just started in her community. She went around with, I believe it was her brother, if memory serves. I don't have it in front of me at this moment. But they went around and started collecting books. And it has blossomed from there. She now has a bit more of an actual foundation to this whole thing that she calls for love and buttercup where she goes around and collects books and donates them to nearby hospitals in Maryland where she lives. And the books all go to children who are going through these treatments and going through these cancer diagnoses to help them feel a little bit more calm and to help them get through that painful time and hopefully alleviate some of their fear and some of their unease. Now, this isn't even where the story stops. Her father, after a long battle, after a multi-year battle, was declared cancer-free. He fought and he fought and he beat the cancer. And so he is now part of this operation as well. He doesn't have a voice because of the cancer. He did lose his voice, But he still goes around with Emily to help deliver the books to the children, to the hospitals. You know, he helps carry the boxes. He helps bring them in. And so he gets to be a part of this movement and a part of this operation with his daughter who stood by his side throughout all of it. And now he gets to do the same for her. And it's just such... Oh, I might tear up just talking about this. I'm not going to lie to you guys because this one is... Maybe I do have a favorite because this one is just absolutely... uh, I I can't even put words to this. I can't even put words to this. It's so amazing. And Emily is trying to expand this. She's filing for the status that would make her operation an official nonprofit organization. And I hope she gets it. I hope she gets it because... This is an absolutely wonderful, I I can't even put words. I really can't. I'm trying, you guys. I really am. It's, It's just beautiful. That is the best way that it can be explained. It's just an absolutely beautiful outcome to a situation that started out so horribly. And I hope for the most success for her, for her family, for the operation for love and buttercup this is just the perfect way to end this episode i I think there's nothing more i can say there's nothing more i can do to make this any better so that is the end that is the end of this good news episode i really hope you guys enjoyed this one these are some wonderful stories I, i think it's a perfect way to open up april I hope you guys were able to smile. I hope you guys were able to have a good start to your month. And I hope that great start continues all the way through. But as for us, we will be back here tomorrow morning with a week ahead episode. This is the week of April 2nd. 
So don't miss out on that. On Monday, we will be back with a roundup from uh, the weekend for all the weekend's news. On Tuesday, Eye on the Ball will be back. Idiots in the news on Wednesday. You know the whole spiel. But until then, you guys, we will see you later. Bye.